What's up, guys? Welcome to the FSB Nutrition Podcast. My name's Caleb, I'm your host, and I've been away for a while. No particular reason, just um, haven't done a show for a minute. And I want to get back into these, and I'll tell you, so one of the, I guess one of the reasons that I haven't been on here um, as much, um, which is a good thing, is that I've actually been in the gym a lot more, and not for myself, but for clients. Um, I more recently have started taking on more clients in the gym, training them, um, probably about, um, I'm getting close to where I was honestly before, um, before February, 2020, when shit really hit the fan and places closed. And, um, you know, I was doing really well with clients and I was in the gym a lot leading up to that. And, you know, since then it's been kind of hit and miss, but here recently, you know, I think I've just sort of noticed a lot more people saying, you know what, um, regardless of what's going on and regardless of what's going to happen, we're ready to just get back in the gym. We're ready to start, you know, working out like normal again. A lot of people, the, the truth about home workouts is that you either are going to love them or hate them. There's really no in between on them. Um, I have people that prefer only to work out at home and that's fantastic. They have the equipment. Um, they, they can get it done and they're motivated to do it and they like it. The other people, it's not like, Oh, I don't mind doing half and half. Most other people are like, I cannot work out at home. I hate it. The idea of it sucks. It makes me want to fucking lay in bed all day and I'm just not going to do it. So the only way I'm going to get a workout in is if I go to the gym and I'll be honest, that's more me. Um, and you know, I just think a lot of people, especially in that second group that are like, look, I can't do it at home. I want to be in a place. Um, they've just decided like, you know, it's time to get out and just start doing it. Um, especially as more people get vaccinated and a lot of people are feeling more safe. Um, I think more people are just feeling more apt to get out. So been in the gym a lot more training a lot more, which is fantastic. I love in-person training. Um, I like online training, but I like in-person even more, to be honest, because there's just certain things you get from the in-person, face-to-face, hands-on aspect that you just can't get through any other method. And it's, uh, I'd, I'd say it's um, probably for me a more preferred way of training. So haven't done a show in a little bit. And uh, another reason is that I was, it's funny how I started this show and I said no particular reason, even though I'm naming them now. But um, the other key reason I think too is I had this kind of arbitrary goal of like doing a podcast twice a week um, with no particular day in mind other than to just make sure that, you know, from Monday to Sunday I get two in. And I have moved away from that idea because the truth is it just didn't work. Um, I run far better on a, on a very structured schedule. Um where I kind of have pre-planned what I'm going to do. And that's actually going to lead into the topic for today. But I um, decided that every Wednesday is going to be my podcast day. So you guys can start looking forward to every Wednesday, a new episode airing on Spotify, on iTunes. Um, And that's going to be my uh, weekly target date. I've got it in my, in my app um, as my, as a scheduled part of my day, every Wednesday of every week. So, 
Um, going forward, that's going to be what these shows are. Uh, I think one show for me a week is a little bit more doable than two. And I've got a couple guests in mind. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about that later. I don't want to name names right now because I don't have them set up just yet. Um, two, two people in particular are very close to me, and I have no doubt that they will certainly be on. Um, but I have to get that set up. So those will be great episodes soon to come. Next week, I have a, uh, a good topic that I want to go over. It's going to be a little bit longer show regarding the, um, this concept of weight stigma and fat phobia. That is quite frankly, um, you know, it's, it's, these are things that have been studied for a long time by professionals, but as far as like mainstream goes, these are new concepts. These are concepts that people didn't decide to start um, arming their pockets with ready for Twitter arguments until 2021 um, because they're probably, again, if you don't work in the healthcare profession or work with people in this field specifically, uh, the term fat phobia is probably one that you didn't hear a whole lot until, you know, this year. Um, it seems to be popular to throw the word phobia on the back of everything now um, to throw insults at someone to um, to claim that they don't like something. So that's going to be next week. That's going to be a little bit more in-depth episode. Um, I have a lot of opinions on that, and I will be coming in strong with those. This week, I figured it would be just a good way to get the show back up and going um, since my little break by giving you... Um, this is consider this just like a tips episode, but I'm going to give you one tip. This was on my mind today. Um, I mentioned that I am a very structured plan. Like I need things written out type of person in order to make sure I'm going to get shit done. If I don't have that, I kind of just, it's very easy for me to get just lost in social media and Netflix and develop a mindset of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do today after this episode. And then, you know, you can all relate to that. Six hours later, I haven't done shit. I find that when I write things for a Tuesday, that I'm, whatever it is I want to do on a Tuesday, or whatever meetings I have, whatever things I've planned, if I write those things out for myself on Monday, I am tenfold more likely to get them done on Tuesday. And that may be true for many of you as well. And the thing is, is we think about that in terms of like our work tasks, right? So if you go to work and, or, you know, again, we'll just use Monday, Tuesday. If, if it's a Monday and you're leaving work and you're like, okay, I know all these things I have to do tomorrow. I'm going to come in here and I've got to do all this stuff. You know that if you write those things down on a sticky note, on an app, whatever it is, and you have it in front of you so that when you walk into work, you sit down and you, and you, or whatever it is that you're doing. And when you start your Tuesday, you've got that list, you know you're probably more likely to get them done. Because if you don't do that, you go in on Tuesday and you're like, shit, what was the things I was going to do? I told myself yesterday I was going to do them. You might remember one or two of them and you forget three of them until later in the day. Then you find out, shit, I should have done this one two hours ago, now I don't have time. You know, because when you write things down, you can also prioritize in terms of, you know, which ones are need to be done first, which ones are going to take longer, and you can sort of structure and organize in that way. So when you do that, almost across the board with anything, you are more likely to get those tasks done. 
And I want to, um, I want to compare that to food tracking. Okay. So a lot of people are maybe just now getting into the habit of tracking their foods. And that's awesome because it's a habit. Everyone should begin to, um, learn. And I, I don't think food tracking is something that everyone should have to do every day. Um, I don't think you should be expected or obligated to do it every day, but I do think that it is a skill that everyone should learn and at least know how to do. Um, so that if you choose later to make it a regular thing for you, you know how to do it. It's one of those things. It's like swimming, right? Like you don't go swimming every day. You don't, and you don't ride a bike every day, but if, and when you need to, it's pretty damn useful to know how to do them, right? So to me, food tracking falls in line with that. You need to be able to know how to do it just in case. Uh, there's just a lot of benefits to knowing. But let's say you just started. You just began food tracking. It's new to you. You're still getting the hang of it. You're already going to start making progress just simply due to the fact that you started tracking. Um there are things that happen unconsciously or subconsciously, whichever uh, of those two fits that description, but there are things that happen without you being fully aware of them when you track that are going to help you later, okay? Uh, and really what that is is like when you start tracking, you start becoming more, I'm going to say subconsciously aware of portion sizes, of calories that are in certain foods at a certain uh, weight or just appearance, right? This is why over time you can start to look at a food and just guess pretty closely what the calories are in it just based on how big it is, what size it is on the plate. These are things that start happening without you intentionally doing them, but they happen. So tracking is important, but tracking can also get lost in the mix of all the shit you have going on for a day. And you might eat something and say, okay, I'm going to track this here in 20 minutes whenever I have a chance. And then you forget. And maybe you do that again. And then the day has gone by and you haven't tracked. And you decide, well, okay, it's fine. I'll just do it tomorrow. And then the same thing happens tomorrow. And this is how somebody goes from tracking to not tracking at all. Because one mistake snowballs into more and more and more. And then before they know it, there are three days that they haven't tracked. And they just say, fuck it. What's the point? The best way to combat that is if you're tracking your foods, go into whatever it is you're using, whether it be an app, um, a notepad, whatever. Track Tuesday's foods on Monday. Go in and think about what you might have tomorrow and write them down today. And even if that changes, if something comes up, first of all, if something does come up, you're actually less likely to go off the plan that you created for yourself. But even if something does come up that you decide, okay, I'm going to let that be part of it. Now you already have sort of a blueprint laid out as to, okay, well, where can I fit this in? What I planned for X, Y, and Z. Well, what if I can remove X or what if I can remove Y and make room for this new thing, right? If you have, if you haven't tracked anything, you don't have anything planned. You don't know where that fits in. So, to be able to have a pre-written plan ready to go for a given day 
Um, number one, you are more likely to stick to that because you don't have to do any of the thinking on the day that you're eating those foods. And when something comes up, you're more armed and prepared for that. And this is something that doesn't take that long. You could spend 20 minutes at the end of your night going in and writing down the foods for the next day that you plan to have or that you think you might have. And when you do it, it becomes a regular habit. And the next thing you know, 20 minutes, now it only takes you 10 minutes because you kind of already have a feel for um, certain foods that you like for breakfast, certain foods that you like for lunch. Oh, I'm going to be at this meeting at this place. Okay, well, I know that, you know, um, I don't know. We'll just say Fit Kitchen is across the street or whatever. That's the first one that came to mind. Um, or this sushi place that I really like is across the street and I know I'm going to be here, so I'm going to go there. Cool. Well, you know what they have. You know what you know what's on the menu. You've been there before. Now you can write down, I know I'm going to have this, right? I'm going to have the... the um, whatever entree with, instead of getting fries with it, because you know it comes with fries, you know it comes with mashed potatoes. Instead of getting that, I'm going to get the side salad, right? I'm going to get the meat and the side salad, and that's going to be my lunch for work tomorrow because I'm only going to have 30 minutes to leave that meeting, grab the food, and head back to the office. Okay, this is why planning and tracking ahead of time makes you far more likely to stay on your plan and not deviate from that. You'll find that when you do this, you're able to stay on track with your goals a lot more consistently than if you just sort of kind of go day to day um, on the fly, track as you go. And I'm not saying that can't work because as you get better at this, that will work better. The, be the, the, more, the more these things become habits, later down the line, you will start to feel more comfortable with not tracking ahead of time. And I'm not, and you, you can continue to do it forever, but there will come a time when you can, you know, wake up on a Monday with nothing ready to go, nothing tracked, nothing planned, but track that entire day as you go along and, and feel pretty good and, and confident about the choices that you make. And even if you miss something, reaching the end of the day and not feeling like you failed, that stuff will come with time. But this is a great place to start. Okay. So in summary, number one. Uh, number one best practice that you can start doing today, okay? The one task that you can start doing today that will help you with your goals and tracking your food for tomorrow is to start tracking your foods one day in advance. Don't wait until the day of to start tracking everything you're going to eat. Track everything one day in advance because when that day comes or the next day comes, you're going to feel more confident and prepared in all the food choices that you're going to make and you're going to be far less likely to deviate from your plan okay so guys give this a try it can't hurt right if it's not for you it's not for you but give it a try and i would be curious to know um for a lot of you what it does for you in terms of um, how confident you feel that you can stay on your plan and how confident you feel that when things are thrown at you that you don't expect that um, you won't be as tempted as before to, you know, give into those temptations because you've already got your blueprint, blueprint laid out. 
All right, so give this a try and let me know what you guys think. Next week, like I said, we're going to talk about weight stigma and this concept of fat phobia and how these things play into mainstream dieting culture and really more or less just my opinion on that entire uh, conversation. So um, that's it for today. Glad to be back and I will see you guys next week.